Well, the present, uh, to both present and past, I have David Kilgar from The Clean. Good morning, David. Good morning. How are we today, sir? I'm, I'm awake. You're awake. <laughs> the, the way you th- yeah. You're alive. That's, yeah. It's a good start to any morning. But then again, um, you, yeah, yeah. Then again you wouldn't know uh, either way if you weren't. So, um, Bloody cold, I must say. Oh, is it what? Dunedin Springs, eh? Perfect. Uh, well, perfect for planting, I think. The, uh, the good garden down here. But anyway, yeah, um, le- le- let's begin this interview with the question you've probably been asked a hundred times over the past two weeks. Uh, but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you once again. Um, you've been asked twice before, twice previously to be uh, in the Hall of Fame, uh, once uh, by Recorded Music New Zealand uh, and another by APRA, I think. Um, that's how it works. Um, why, why You turn those down. Um, so why now? Why, why this time? Is it because of Dunedin? I was kind of ambivalent. I've been pretty ambivalent about it. Yeah. For a while, and um, I decided not to be a curmudgeon about these things anymore and accept them. But um, it was actually Hamish and Robert wanted to do it this time, and the fact that um, Peter Gutter is, 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 is you know, going to be inducted this time. I mean, Peter wasn't so much talked about the other two times, so uh, and also the fact that it's in Dunedin. Yeah. So, you know, those, those things, for so, yeah, I'll do it, for sure. Yeah, well, it's a shame Peter hasn't been Simple talked about. Really. Yeah, well, it's a shame that Peter hadn't been talked about. And I, and, and it's I all... think it, you know, I think, I think if we'd actually got closer to accepting it the other times, that would have come up, but it just hadn't until this time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the guy should be inducted just purely himself. Um, as well as uh, with the clean and it's always I, I think it was a shame that um, Peter wasn't really celebrated a hell of a lot uh, as an individual artist um, really uh, within the media until, until his passing um, which is a shame but I, I'm um, so I'm glad that you've you've probably done it as much um, for him as yourselves so so it was you that had to be convinced uh, I wouldn't say convinced. You know, it's just different circumstances every time, really. Yeah. But yeah. like I say, you know, it's easy to be a curmudgeon about these things, especially if you think you've been a bit of an outsider artist or an alternative artist or whatever you want to call it. But um, I just thought, dang it, you know, what's the point? Life's too short. It means nothing anyway. I might as well celebrate for the hell of celebrate. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. Like the time, I, I guess, when the clean began in, in the late seventies, uh, and the um, you know, and and Boodle, Boodle, Boodle in the early eighties. Uh, um, New Zealand, a totally different beast musically to what it is now, uh, even in the charts. Um, you know, there was really a, a kind of a a need and a want for alternative artists back then, uh, both internationally and nationally. I mean, you had um, Joy Division charting at number one, uh, The Cure was charting, um, and, and then there was, was the sound coming, well, I'm not going to say Dunedin sound, but there was bands from here and Christchurch and whatnot that were not making um, identical music, but, but similarly in, in terms of alternativeness. What do you think it was about those times that, um, you know, that really brought you lot to the forefront? In some ways, I think it, I don't know. People are still talking about it, and as soon as people get academic about it, yeah, I kind of I, I, I kind of turn off. But um, it had a lot. It had something to do with the times, our reaction to the seventies, the conservatism of the seventies, especially here in New Zealand. But I mean, you know, uh, in England, you know, uh, it was when punk was breaking out. I mean, Thatcher was in power. Um, yeah, 
you know, just different times, the post-oil embargo period. Uh, you know, when I left school, unemployment suddenly just, was just massive, you know. And we'd never really had a lot of unemployment until the mid to late 70s. So, Muldoon's in power, blah, 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 all that stuff. So perhaps a slight reaction to all of that, um, you know. Yeah. Change has to happen, and it happens in art and music all the time, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, punk had a lot to do with it, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was... You know, attitudes, I, don't know I, I don't know if that answers your question. Uh, it's, it's fine. It answers my question perfectly. You answer them any way you want to. But also, you know, other interesting things, you know, when we were sort of, uh, I suppose, at a peak of popularity there in the uh, early records out there in the early 80s, um, you know, there was the Springbok tours. Yeah. Well, the Springbok tour and the protest, all that was going on too. And there was, it was a, kind of like a cultural shift that went on at the time. And suddenly, you know, New Zealanders woke up to the fact that it was the old school and the new school, you know, in some ways. Yeah. And uh, there was that division that went along for a while. You know, it was interesting times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess New Zealand was pretty late to the counterculture of the 70s, uh, well, the 60s and the 70s, and I guess um, that was our big counterculture moment around that time. I wonder, but, you know, there was some great art and music and literature came out of the 50s and 60s here in New Zealand as well, though, I mean. Yeah. It's easy to forget that as well. Oh, yeah. you know, it, was really, it, was really, it was a really interesting time to uh, be doing what we were doing, late seventies, early eighties, for sure. It was. Uh, I'm glad you did. Um, now you mentioned something about academic before, and, and like I think the 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 so-called Dunedin sound uh, quotation marks in the air there um, have been written about. Um, and examined and thought of and um, quantified and everything uh, so much. Um, I know. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. Um, aren't, you, aren't you sick of hearing about it? Aren't you <laughs> down here in Dunedin, it's like ah, oh, we do again. <laughs> I mean, um, it's, I mean. <laughs> I love I love history and I I love the music that was coming out. So um, for for me, um, yeah, I, I mean I don't get sick of it, but I I know that you would be, and I know I think a, a lot of the other bands that were on Fine None and Expressway and and, and the like um, probably have as well. Um, but you know, do do you do you mind being celebrated in a way, or, or do you just want to be? Not. I mean, there's probably a really brief moment there. I don't know. <laughs> years ago, where it used to sort of annoy me a bit. But no, I mean, how can I moan about success and, and being loved and yeah, you know, making music and traveling the world and meeting people and having incredible experiences? I mean, I'm not going to start complaining about that. No, <laughs> no. What about on the? You got to embrace it. You got to embrace this stuff after a while. It just is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you you can't stop it. So you may as well just go with the flow, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, what about on the international scale? Like, I mean, you look at all the bands. Um, that have you know quoted you or you know said that you're uh, you expi- inspired them like some some really big uh, groups and I mean that um, and you saw it really uh, after um, Chris's stroke and you saw the bands that came out and played for Chris all around yeah. the world um, and that that was huge and um, you know did, did you really did you grasp that before what was happen- what happened with Chris. Yes, well, yeah, I mean, one of the reasons we got back together was because of the interest we had overseas, and you know, what was that, it was late 80s. So yes, we did grasp that, yeah. <laughs> late 80s, yeah. I mean, we'd had two the 80s when sort of rumours and little bits and pieces would come back to us, so, you know, John Peel played the song on the radio, or, yeah. 
blah, 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 or New York or whatever. But, you know, it wasn't until we uh, did that show in London, we went, oh, my God, just the amount of interest, you know, just in London of that show. It was like, oh, shit, uh, there was something going on here. And, you know, we kind of rode that wave ever since, really. Yeah, yeah. So touring and making records and... And, um, yeah, yeah and, and it's cross-generational, too. I mean, uh, I mean I'm mean, i a good Dunedin boy, so, of course, I, I was going to find out about it eventually. But, I mean, I remember being handed um, the Tuatara compilation um, when I was, like, 13. Like, you know, early. Yeah. this is early 90s, so um, right around the time of the 3Ds and whatnot. And I also had that No Alternative album that came out from Sony that was... Doctors Without Borders celebrating um, raising money for them and the Straight Jacket Fitz was on that as well as like Nirvana um, and the Valanes and um, Sonic well. Youth uh, yeah 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 and um, and it really opened my eyes to what was going on in, in, in Dunedin I would never have seen well I would have seen it eventually but it, it was interesting that I kind of heard about you and um, those bands through an international way that way from, from yeah. that album it, it, it was strange, um, but anyway, moving on from from what my my talking. Um, what right now? Okay, you're a legacy. This is a legacy award. Um, what do you think of Dunedin right now and the scene that's coming through? Who who are you liking? Who are you listening to? Well, I can't say I'm as in touch as I used to be as a young man, but uh, I do try. Um, the obvious ones have been really liking in recent last year. Or two have been Kane Strang. I like his stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nadia Reed, I really like some of this stuff. As far as up and coming brand new bands, I really couldn't tell you. I mean, no, yeah. I do check them now and then, but um, yeah. Uh, is it Elan Vital? Elan Vital, like yep. Them. Danny Brady's band. I'm sure. That name. I'm sure. Um, I, like babes. I, like what, I like what Babes was doing, but I'm, I'm biased here because I know Christian. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, well, I, know, I know there's a lot going on there because I see stuff going on like, you know, yeah. down Nung Gallery and uh, stuff like that, although there's a real lack of venues here as well. There yeah. is, there is, well, especially since the demise of um, the uh, Chicks. Chicks. Chicks, sorry, that took yeah, a long way to get out. Yeah, and, and you, you know, and Mike had that, and of course Tom, who plays with you in the Heavy Eights, um, and yeah. I, you've played on uh, Mike's albums before as well, so... Um, you yeah. know, you're kind of keeping in touch on that end there. Um, it's interesting because a lot of those bands, uh, and I guess they're kind of like you, they get compared, like they can't shake that whole Dunedin sound thing in the press. Yes, it's a bit of a, uh, it's a bit of an albatross for a lot of people that I think, but you just have to move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, you see it. I mean, I saw an article in, I, in Finland or something uh, like that talking about the Dunedin sound and, you know, there were, Basically, it was like anyone that was on Flying Nub was a Dunedin sound band, and including Headless Chickens and yeah. You know, <laughs> so yeah, I mean you just can't fight it really. Yeah, what about the so, Neverworld Dancing Toys? It's were like they coming from Seattle? You know, oh yeah, Seattle, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You just well, another grunge band. But yeah. uh, you know, it's a, I'm, I think it'd be a real drag if I was like in a seventeen and a rock band here in Dunedin and being more uh, competitive with stuff. If I come on, you know. <laughs> um. Who who would be your favourite band and your least favourite band to have said they've been influenced by the Clean? Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> I, like that. 
<laughs> so I know, I know. I write. I was. I look at that. I wrote that I one. I thought that's a prick of a question, really. I don't think of anyone that I hate that thought we were great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all fine people and great artists. Yeah. So, what's the plan for this, uh, this, the the uh, ceremony? Uh, of course, it's in Dunedin, which is fantastic. Uh, and you've got yeah. Shane, who um, you know is is good friends, lifelong friends. Uh, he's curtailing the event, which is great. I've heard some rumours of who's playing whose songs. Um, but what's happening uh, with at your end? Is Hamish coming over? Um, are yeah, you Hamish going? Hamish is coming over. Bob is coming over from Port Charming. Yeah, and, uh, uh, I, I'm not. I haven't. Talk to Shane yet. I'm not, I think we might be playing at it. I'm not sure. I haven't actually heard yet. Oh, it's only a couple of weeks away. He'll be right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. I mean, if we are, it's going to be one song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're all, they're all like one or two or three chords. So uh, we don't, we'd actually, we don't rehearse anymore, which is fun. Yeah. Four tours, we just don't rehearse. So it's always good. Was a bit of fun. Yeah. Oh, that, I think that's probably the way you'd want to go with it. Um, well, it's brilliant. Well, I'm glad that you've, you're embracing it. Um, and why not? Um, it's well, as much as you, you know, can yeah, yeah. embrace these things. <laughs> but it's well, it's it's well, it's good for us because you know, um, I don't know. I mean, I I, I try to celebrate. Well, the well, I think it's it's good for good for old man. I mean, if that's a seed, which is interesting, is per capita. Just, uh, um, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's too early in the morning. More songwriters more per capita. Songwriters more songwriters registered at that. Yeah. In any other city in New Zealand, which is Well, they just want to get paid, you see. That's it. <laughs> the other ones just don't mind not getting paid. Yeah, well, you know, if you're a musician, uh, you're just going to have to expect that, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for, yeah, yeah, exactly. You, start, you know, if you're going to be a musician, you can't stop, start moaning. It's like, come on, you're a musician. Yeah, yeah. Of course you're going to be going to have a shocking cash flow rate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I'm glad it's down here, and I'm glad that you um, that the clean um, said yes. Uh, and I'm um, oh, for for the most part. Well, that because um, it's worth celebrating um, the clean from my mind, and I'm going to be stoked. Um, but the fact that um, also you can s- celebrate um, Pete as well uh, at, the, at the same time. That's right. It's all about music, right? It's all about the music, really. And uh, one nice thing about APRA is that section the association or society, and it's run and owned by musicians. Well, it's not run by musicians, but it really is kind of owned by the songwriters, and yeah. uh, it's full songwriters, so it's, um, it is a, quite a good thing, actually. Yeah, well, if it's if you could win one award or be taken up by, by anything, it would be them, because it's the songwriters that are choosing, like you said, so... Well, yeah. It's the one, and to well, see... They collect, money. they collect money for us all, so it's not a good reason as well. That's right, that's but right. It's all about music, isn't it? It and is. It's about, you know, the, the song of the year, whatever they call it. Yeah, and look at the lineup. It's amazing, go Nadia or yeah. Audis or, or, or yeah. any of those wahines. Like um, it's such, it's 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 massive, and um, it's going to be an interesting night, right? It is, and I love the town hall. It's a beautiful venue. Yes, yes, uh, it is a great venue. I'm trying to think if um, if I saw you lot there ever. I know I've seen you in many other places, but I'm not sure if I've seen the clean at the town hall. So uh, it'd be great to hear no, you in there. No, we have not played there. No, I don't think you've never played the town hall. Wow. Not for clean, but I've, I've played it a few times, but not for clean, no. Oh, wow. Well, hopefully you... I don't think so, but my memory's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you'll get up there for one track. Uh, anyway, um, it's been a pleasure talking to you this morning, David. Yeah, well, thank you. No, thank you very much. And uh, have, a nice, have a nice day out there and, and do Rockland. Yeah, we will do. I'm going to play White Me, I'm Lucky.
I think. Oh, I love that track. Thank you. Yeah, me too, me too. All right, well, we'll see you uh, on the 26th at the Dean Town Hall for the um, Silver Scrolls and your induction into the Hall of Fame. Cheers, mate. Good on you and good night. <laughs> Paulina. <laughs> David Kilgar there from The Clean, of course, one of the most celebrated bands in Aotearoa, New Zealand, not just Aotearoa, and all around the world. Uh, What an amazing band, and what a legacy they leave. Uh, Well, they they not leave, they're still active. They could play at any time. Who knows? Who knows if the money's right? Here's The Clean, Wipe Me, I'm Lucky, you're on the one, 91FM.